Hi, this is Devin, and welcome to the More of Devin Show. This is your podcast where I'll help you understand how to easily release body fat, how to stay consistent with your nutrition, and how to develop a successful mindset for weight loss in an effortless way. If your goal is to lose belly fat, tone up, lose weight, or take your nutrition and fitness to the next level, this is your one-stop shop for all your needs. In this show, I will be answering your questions and helping you through your journey. If you have any questions, there's a link below where you can submit. Enjoy. Remember what the mind can conceive and believe, it can achieve. Good morning, people. We got another Ask Devin show today. Um, so I'll wait a little bit for you guys to get on, but we'll get this going immediately because we got a recording of it. So you'll be able to always go back, check the answers that I'm, you know, and everything I'm talking about. So, um, and then also, so moving forward, just kind of give you guys a little update. So we're going to be changing things around where, uh, like, as I said, last, last show, we're going to have topics each day where we're going to have like, you know, fitness, uh, fitness day, a mindset day, a nutrition day. And then from there, I'm also going to be open to, you know, having guests reaching out to people who can bring value and benefit to your life and bring more to you. And um, that podcast now is going to be called More with Devin, you know, Devin Moore, aka, you know, all that stuff. That's what it's um, going to be rooted in. So More with Devin. So I'm here to bring more value to you guys and to help you, you know, reach your goals when it comes to fitness, nutrition, and mindset moving forward. So that's what's going to be happening starting, you know, our next shows. All right, so we'll go ahead and hop into this and get this party started. So our first question, um, it says, hi, Devin, how many grams of protein does the body need daily? What is the best time of day to consume it? Is it based upon the time of day you work out? So when it comes to protein needs, it's going to be really, you know, uh, specific to, you know, uh, what your goals are. Are you working out? Um, how old you are? You know, what, what your body composition is. But a good rule of thumb is to get about 0.8 grams of protein to 1.2 to 1.2 to 1.5 grams of protein uh, times your body weight and then if you are a little bit you know have a little more extra body fat then you can um, take it and be able to figure out what your muscle t muscle mass is and then take it times that but um, but just for a rule, rule of thumb about a gram of uh, protein times your body weight and then from there to get more specific when it comes to you know what time of day is it best to consume it? So um, what have, what's been found is, you know, starting your day off with protein because that's the hardest micronutrients for most people to be able to consume. Um, you know, if, let's just say a person has like 200 grams of protein a day or, you know, if you're a woman, possibly like 150 grams of protein a day. Um, if you eat a lot of carbs and then, you know, you get throughout your day and have a lot of fats and then it's the end of the day, it's difficult to get that protein in you know, and to consume it because it's just hard to get consume it because it's, you know, just so it has a high level of satiety and it's just, you know, just gets difficult. But if you start your day off with a quality protein in the, in the morning, it just kind of sets your day up in a really efficient way. A lot of times when you consume carbs early in the day, it kind of gets your blood sugar levels up and then you end up being actually more hungry faster versus with protein. It kind of helps you be able to curb your hunger in a more efficient way. So I would suggest Number one, you know, having a, like a quality protein source early, it's just gonna set your day up in a really efficient way. And then um, also the next thing, when it comes to protein, there's something called protein synthesis. And um, that pretty much starts to drop down when around like six hours, you know, if you haven't had any protein for six hours, protein synthesis starts to drop down. And that's your ability to be able to build muscle and repair. So you need protein, you need to have it consistently. So, you know, having protein every, let's just say three to six hours throughout the day is gonna allow you to optimize protein synthesis, which is gonna allow you to be able to optimize your um, body composition when you're working out and things of that nature. And then um, 
And then it says, is it based upon the time of day you work out? So that's another great question within that. So, you know, it is good to have like, you know, it's been shown to, you know, um, be beneficial to have like protein, maybe like about two hours before you work out, depending on like two to four hours before you work out, you know, even, you know, there's been studies showing that like, you know, your peri-workout during the time period that you're actually working out um, to have like a, maybe drink a protein shake, it helps you be able to, you know, stay in that, you know, protein synthesis state. And then, you know, for sure, without a shadow of a doubt, you know, the most important time to have pro to get a, to consume protein is post-workout. So, you know, you don't have to immediately drink it as soon as you get done. You're not going to go into a catabolic, catabolic state because you haven't, you know, consumed protein after your workout, like right afterwards. But somewhere around like two to three hours after your workout, it's really important to make sure that you consume protein. So then all that work that you put in is going to allow your body to repair in the most efficient and effective way. So just to kind of recap that again. How much protein do you need per day? I would say just a rule of thumb, somewhere, somewhere around like 0.8 to, you know, one gram of, uh, per pound, depending on like your, your weight. And then from there, uh, something else, as you get older, you actually need protein even more. So like a younger person, they can get away with less protein because they have a higher level of protein synthesis. But as you start to age, you know, it's been shown that, you know, the, the aging population, they need more protein than the average person. And it's super important because as you get older, a lot of times people think to themselves when you are, um, you know, um, people say that they are, um, they're, they're losing their coordination. A lot of times it has to do with them not having enough muscle tissue and their bodies is just not strong enough to move around properly. So protein is super, super important for the older population. So all depends on all those different variables. So that's that question. Hope that answers your question, D. And then our next question, um, how do I maximize my weight loss per month? Um, so once again, that's going to be, you know, making sure that you stay in a caloric deficit, um, you know, you know, burning more calories than you take in. And then from there, you need to just kind of get have a game plan, you know, have your have your monthly game plan. You need to have a weekly game plan and then you need to have a daily game plan. And then you need to find a way to be able to stick with that. So, you know, um, coming up with figuring out like what meals you're going to be eating, um, you know, and um, uh, making sure that you got like, you know, whether that's recipe books that you have, that's going to help you guide you to, you know, making proper choices, you know, making sure that you got the right food in the refrigerator where you're not, you know, making the wrong decisions. And then the biggest thing that I found is prepping your food, having your food prepped ahead of time. So, you know, something that I like to do for sure is, you know, get my all my protein prepped up where like my chicken, my turkey, you know, you know, all that kind of stuff, having that already pre ready to go and then from there um you know adding in you know making you know my uh, carbohydrates and getting that stuff ready to go as well and just having it already prepped so then from there it's ready it's all together and then i can just pre measure that as is needed so you know like i said the biggest thing is really really making sure that you're prepared for the day so like already preparing for the day by pre preparing for the week and then from there you know having a, a game plan for the month and the more prepared you are, the easier it is and the more efficient you'll be in reaching those goals when it comes to your weight loss, um, you know, over that month's time period. And then, you know, getting a coach, they can help you get really proficient where whether that, whether that goal is to, you know, lose a pound per week, two pounds per week, you know, making sure that your calories are in, pl in a place that is going to allow you to be able to stay on track with that weight loss and be able to track it in an efficient way. And then the next question within this, that, the same person, what is the average number of pounds 
one can lose per month using your workouts and diet plan. So that's going to be really relative to, you know, a lot of different variables. The biggest thing is going to be, you know, uh, when a person, the higher body fat a person is, the more fat body fat they can lose without, you know, losing uh, muscle mass. So, you know, if a person, let's just say a person is 50% body fat versus a person being 10% body fat, uh, the person that's 50% body fat, they can be more aggressive in their weight loss and get going to a deeper deficit. But, you know, a good rule of thumb is if, you know, you put yourself into like about, um, you know, um, um, you lose, you're trying to lose about, you know, 500 calories, a 500 calorie deficit per day. So let's just say if, you know, baseline, if you eat 2000 calories, you won't gain or lose weight. So you take it down to 1500 calories then you take that times times seven, that's going to be 3,500 calories that'll put you in like a, about a pound per week that you could lose possibly. But a lot of different variables will be at play with that when it comes to, you know, how much energy you're expending and, you know, um, you know, your level of, you know, fitness at that time period. So it's a lot of factors that play into that. But, um, you know, I've seen people, be able to, you know, lose like, you know, 10, 15 pounds in a month. But it's not so much about losing weight super fast. It's about getting in the right habits. That's going to be the biggest key is if you're doing the right things for a long period of time, that's going to be the way to really, really lose that weight most efficiently. And, and to kind of give you an example, let's just say, you know, a person loses, you know, 15 pounds in one month versus a person who is losing, you know, one pound per week. So that's only four pounds in a month. But if somebody can really continue to on average, so sometimes they gain, lose two pounds, sometimes they lose 0.5 pounds, but on average, they're losing one pound per week. A person does that over a whole year, that's 52 pounds. And it seems like insignificant, like, oh, man, I only lost one pound. But if you do that over a duration of time, you know, that's 52 pounds of, of, of body fat that you've lost. And then the biggest thing is the habits that you have been able to gain. So I would say instead of focusing on, like, how much can you lose, you know, how, how, how legit can you get your habits? Like how much can you adhere to the nutrition plan? And then from there, you know, most, most of the time it's not so much that, you know, people think like, oh, I'm not losing weight, I'm not losing weight. They need to get their habits together. You need to make sure that you're following the plan and you're not deviating from it. And the, the more you get into the right habits, then it's just gonna become clockwork where you just can like crush it. And you just start to see a change in your body composition, how you feel, and then you start to gain that confidence and you know what's working versus what isn't. Versus trying to make it happen super, super fast. That's one of the things that throws people off where they lose it fast and they gain it fast. And then it's people that I've seen where they lose, like I said, like 15 pounds in one month. And then they'll gain 20 pounds back. So they're in a worse situation than they started. But not to say that it's not a, it's not a bad thing to get that that momentum going and you see that change because you know momentum transitions to integration and then you know from integration you can be able to maintain things but the biggest thing should be you know when you're getting into a fitness plan is to make to making sure that you get yourself set up to you know stay consistent and like creating that game plan around around what you're trying to do and then just sticking with it so then um, the next thing is um, I respect people who can drink shakes, but after trying a few, I absolutely cannot drink protein shakes. What can one substitute protein shakes with? So there are some different options. Um, so, you know, um, there's something called muscle egg, where it tastes like a protein shake, but it's actually egg whites that's been, you know, um, put in a position where it's still an egg white form, and they have like chocolate, strawberry, pina colada, all kind of different types, and you can drink it, and it tastes pretty good. But um, when it comes to not enjoying you know, protein shakes, which is something that is a thing. You just got to eat food. You got to eat real protein and, um, you know, get yourself acclimated 
to, you know, enjoying, you know what I'm saying, consuming, you know, the protein that you need. And uh, whether that's vegan or, you know, um, animal protein, you just got to, like, get yourself in the habit of doing it. And, um, you know, you do something long enough, it just becomes kind of part of you. And then before you know it, you're actually craving protein. And um, you're able to consume it in, the, in, in, a, in a really efficient way. But like I said, the best thing that you can do, start your day off with a higher protein meal. And it just sets you up and creates a momentum for yourself to be able to get hit your protein goals, you know, by the end of the day. But like I said, if you start off and have like a bowl of oatmeal, you know what I mean, have some fruit, and then now, you know what I'm saying, that's a big old chunk of your carbs, and then you don't have eaten any protein, and now you're behind. But if you start off and have that protein Im immediately, it just sets things up in a really efficient way. So that's what I would suggest when it comes to, if you don't like protein shakes, then you just have to like get yourself acclimated and find ways to cook food in ways that you enjoy or you know find substitutes. Like I said, there's something called muscle egg that um, is really tasty and it allows you to be able to um, you know get like pure protein where it's like basically no fat, you know carbs, and it's really, really tasty. So that's a good option, especially for people who are like, you know, um, you have um, milk intolerances and things of that nature with, with whey. And then um, we have another one. Uh, we have seen snippets of your meal plan at DT. Can you make a video of your meal prep from beginning to end, including measuring and boxing for the day to uh, day of your meals? So yeah, I can do something like that. I definitely, you know, can set this up within, and I can promise you within the next week, I'll set something up with how I meal prep the whole process. I'll cook the food, you know, I'll prep it, everything I talked about, how I get myself set up for the week. I'll do that whole process to show how I'm able to make that happen. And um, from there, like I said, man, when you do that, you just feel confident, you know, boom, this is what I got to eat today. And then in some sense, you know, am I missing the mark? Am I choosing to deviate from this? When you got that food already set up and you know what you're eating, it just makes it so simple. And then even another thing, as you start to progress and get more advanced with, you know, prepping food, you can maybe just say to yourself, you got like your three main meals, like breakfast, lunch, dinner, like, you know, you got your protein and like a quality carb or some veggies that's kind of set up, but it's not, let's just say so for me, like, you know, maybe I'm eating 3,000 calories a day, but then I, you know, set my food up where it's 2,000 calories of my food is already set. And like the majority of my protein is, you know, you know, accounted for in these meals. So then I got a thousand calories left that I can like do what I want with. So like, let's just say if I'm counting macros or something of that nature, I can add some barbecue sauce to, you know, to my chicken, or I can, you know, end up at the end of the night, have like some, you know, some ice cream. And I got like these extra calories that allow me to have some flexibility or, you know, I want to go maybe to get, you know, some fast food, you know, something that's, you know, healthy and, you know, on the go. So I have those thousand calories that are already, you know, preset, you know, the extra calories to be able to allow me to have things that I enjoy. So, but I, but what I suggest is initially having all of your meals preset where you don't got to think, you just keep it simple as possible. And that's what you're eating for the day. And then you get good at that. You start seeing results. Like I said, you get motivated and it turns into integration. And then from there, you can start, you know, setting it up where, you know, you got extra room to be able to have those things that you enjoy. And you kind of like reward yourself maybe at nighttime with something that you really, really like. And um, that's a way that we can get that you know, get yourself moving in a great direction and also have some flexibility that's already kind of accounted for. But like I said, I definitely will get a video of my whole way that I prep and what it looks like and maybe even like a day of eating and we'll get something like that going for sure. That was a great question, so thanks. All right, so then we got our last question. Um, so, so how many protein powders, so many, so many protein powders on the market 
What should I look for when purchasing protein powder or protein supplements? Preferably a powder brand that doesn't break the bank. All right, so that's a great question. So to answer that, there's actually DT Subs is gonna be here soon, and I will have protein options, so I, I, I can't wait to be able to like provide this to you guys so you guys can check out my actual brand that's being created. Uh, but to answer that question specifically, and that's a really great question, great, great question, what I would suggest, a lot of times, you know, there's like a lot of protein powders out there that, you know, are like uh, meal replacements and, um, you know, um, bulking protein powders and things of that nature. In my opinion, what I found, you know, you should get a protein that is high in protein and it needs to be low in carbohydrates and fats. So my rule of thumb is you want the carbs to be under around like six, under six grams of, of carbs and then you want the fat to be around under five grams of, of, of five, five grams as well. So, um, so the carbs under six grams and then the fats under five grams and then you want the protein to be somewhere around like 20 to you know 25 grams that's probably uh, give or take so you know maybe 18 is okay and you know and possibly you may find some that are actually 30 grams per scoop so you want that protein to be really really high and then you want the um the the carbs and fats to be really low you want to basically almost use the protein as like a way to just supplement your protein and get as much as you can and you want to save those carbs and fats for stuff that you really enjoy and then if you do want to make it where you are trying to gain weight then you can just add you know some peanut butter. You can add, you know, um, some oats or, you know, whatever it is that you, you know, are going to put in there to make it kind of like a more bulked type of, uh, of uh, protein shake. But to, you know, have like a meal replacement that's like high in carbohydrates, you know, to me, I don't think that that's optimal. And um, you're kind of wasting your money. Get, get as much protein in that protein, you know, canister as you can and keep those carbs and fats as low as you can. And then from there, um, you know, the types of proteins that are going to be good quality, you have like many times like a mixture between a whey and an isolate is really good, um, but whey protein is pretty standard. And then, um, you know, from there, you know, um, how it's the taste, you have to just kind of try it out and taste it. But, you know, some good quality protein sources are, like, that I really enjoy that I like recommend to my clients is MTS Nutrition. It has a high bioavailability, really clean, clean uh, ingredients. And, um, you know, it does the job for you really well. But like I said, DT Subs is going to be coming out really soon. And, um, you know, I'll be doing some giveaways and doing some reviews as well so we can go from there. But um, so those are all our questions today. Um, I'm really, like, enjoying this. I'm going to keep doing this. And we're going to just keep making this something that's even better and better. And, um, you know, what I want to say to you guys is that, you know, when it comes to, you know, reaching your goals with this fitness stuff, when it comes to, you know, reaching your goals with life, it's just all about getting clear about where you want to be, where you want to go. And then you got to get clear about what kind of goals you want to reach. And then from there, if you can be honest with yourself and like get clear about that, the clearer you are, you'll be able to, when you see, when you know what you want, you will know it when you see it. But if you just kind of aimlessly making decisions, opportunities could be coming your way. People that are proper for you that can help you take it to another level, you don't know because you're just kind of being mindless, but you got to get definite and have a purpose about what it is that you're trying to achieve. And then from there, it's some kind of way that things are attracted to you, And you, but you just got to take action and you don't have to know everything. You just start moving towards where you need to go. Even for me, for example, you know, um, you know I got my IVB Pro card and I, was, I don't know if you can see, man, I got like, you know, NBA players that I've coached and did all these cool things. And I initially started off just getting on YouTube, looking up random videos on how to eat the right way, how to work out the right way. And then before you know it, I'm putting myself out there the same way I put myself out there right now. And then one of the top coaches in the world 
reached out to me and was like, hey man, you got the potential to go pro. And I'm thinking like, what's this dude reaching out to me for? Like, I'm nobody. But he saw my potential and he saw, you know, the, that burning desire that I had. And then from there, here I am, you know, I got my pro card, you know, I got my own gym. And it all started off with just like this desire that I wanted to have apps. I wanted to be the best that I can be. And now I have this whole, you know, gym. So, you know, uh, the words on my wall, if you're, anybody ever has been in my gym, it says what the mind can conceive and believe, it can achieve. And that's a real thing. So you got to get clear in your mind about who you want to be, where you want to be, what you're trying to accomplish. Shoot for something big. Because my, many times if you really go for it, you will end up exceeding your expectations. So shoot big, something that's bigger than what you are. And then you got to start to believe in your heart. And a lot of times belief starts off like a small little seed. But you start taking action from an earnest place. And then from there, that belief starts to grow. But you got to be enthusiastic and move towards it, even if you don't understand how it's going to really happen. And then from there, you stay with it. Then, you know what I'm saying? You start achieving your goals. You got people around you that's there for you. You got people around you that believe in you. And then you can create a community the same way that I did. So whatever it is, whether it's fitness, whether it's something in your life, you know, get clear about who you want to be and like and why you want to be that. And it needs to be something that's deep within you. It doesn't need to be, you know, what your mom wants you to do, what your friends want you to do, what seems popular. What is it that you really want to do? And then, you know, get clear about that and start moving towards it, even if nobody's watching. And I promise you, before you before you know it, man, like everybody will be watching. So I remember what the mind can conceive and believe it can achieve. And uh, like I said, we're going to start the more with the Devin podcast where I'm going to be talking to people of all walks of life and just giving value, more value to this world. All right, guys. Appreciate everybody on here. You guys, take it easy. All right, peace. If you enjoyed this episode, be sure to subscribe so you're notified when a new episode is posted. Rate and review this podcast and share it with your friends. Thank you so much for listening, and I hope you're leaving with some great things that can help you with your fitness and nutrition goals. Now go out there and make it happen. Remember what the mind can conceive and believe it can achieve. Until next time.